welcome to the City Life podcast. I'm Danae Jones and today I'm here with Jackie Lee Long from WGC Lawyers and we're talking about estate planning. And so Jackie, when we're talking about estate planning, we're really talking about creating a will, aren't we? Well, it's not just the will, it's also your enduring power of attorney and a binding death benefit nomination for your superannuation, as well as any trust documents you might have or any companies or your business entities that you might have as well. Let's just talk about the binding death benefit nomination first and foremost, because I know we've discussed this before and it's something that people really just don't know much about. What is it? A binding death benefit nomination directs where your death benefit from your superannuation is paid to. So once you pass away, your member benefit, along with any insurance you may have attached to that, is paid to a superannuation dependent. And a binding nomination, if it's valid, directs the trustee of your superannuation fund as to where that's to be paid. So if I have superannuation and I have not got a binding death benefit nomination, what might happen? If you don't have one in place, the trustee of the superannuation fund will decide as to which dependent it will pay the death benefit to. If you don't have any dependents under the superannuation legislation, then it will be paid to your legal personal representative and dealt with under your estate, which will be under your will or the intestacy rules. So I guess it can get to a situation that when we pass, people are ending up with our money that we may not have intended to end up with our money. Absolutely. And I know that you've said to me it can be a really long drawn out process for the grieving family members. Yes it can. People who are making a claim for superannuation death benefits need to provide certain information to the superannuation trustee as to their dependency on the deceased and there might be a number of people who are vying for that death benefit, nomination, uh, death benefit payment. And so in relation to power of attorney, there are two different types of power of attorney aren't there? Yes, there is. There's a general power of attorney and an enduring power of attorney. A general power of attorney is used for a specific purpose, such as purchasing a property or selling a property for someone else, and it ends when that um, event has, has finished. It also comes to an end when you pass away or lose capacity. An enduring power of attorney is the document that is relied upon after you've lost capacity, and it also allows an attorney to deal with financial matters and also your personal health matters. And I know when we've been chatting, you said that it's not just when you lose capacity, you can actually authorise for your power of attorney or enduring power of attorney to step in to play, let's say, for example, if you're overseas and you need property dealt with. The power for personal health matters doesn't begin until you lose capacity. However, for financial matters, you can choose when that power begins. So it could be immediately, so that once the attorney assigns their acceptance on the enduring power of attorney, then they can then act on your behalf. So step into your shoes and are able to deal with your matters as you would. It can also come into effect when you lose capacity. So if you're overseas, you can allow your attorney to attend to your matters immediately, or it could be on loss of capacity. And so an enduring power of attorney could also be assigned to a family member, couldn't it? It can. It could be anyone that you explicitly trust to be your attorney. So you must trust them because they're going to have full control over your assets. And so for those people out there in business, there are other factors that need to be taken into account as well with succession planning, aren't there? There is. And the best thing is if you're in business, 
Think about the exit, the end, what's going to happen at the end when you want to leave, whether that be voluntary or involuntary, so that when you do leave, that there's processes in place and documents in place to make for the easy exit. And I guess that's not something people think about when they're starting a business traditionally, is it? No, absolutely not. I suppose it's almost like a prenup when you get married. So you're looking at the end at the beginning. Elder abuse is something that's becoming more and more prevalent. Um, we're hearing about it more and more anyway. How can people protect themselves later in life? Having an enduring power of attorney in place and appointing someone you explicitly trust to act on your behalf. The attorney has certain duties that they need to act honestly and reasonable on your, in your best interests and they must also keep records of the financial transactions they do on your, your behalf. The court and the tribunal could also make them accountable for any misbehaviours that they do. And so what would be your best um, piece of advice, I guess, for people out there that haven't got a will, don't have these other documents in place, what would you say to them? to make sure that you've got those documents in place as soon as possible. To go and see an estate planning lawyer that's experienced in the area that can assist them to make sure that their affairs are in order and that the end result is what they desire. And some people think that they can do their will themselves, can't they? And that can be really problematic. It can be. So a will kit, whilst it's, it's cheap and easy at the start, if it's not completed correctly and it hasn't been signed or witnessed correctly, then at the end of the day it's probably going to cost a lot more money in litigation fees down the track. So going to see a lawyer to have a will properly prepared is your best option. A couple of dollars at the, front, at the start is better than the expense at the end. That was really helpful. Thanks, Jackie. Thanks for tuning in to our City Live Law Conversation with the WGC Lawyers team. If you'd like some more information on estate planning, head to our website at citylifemedia.com.au or feel free to reach out to the experienced team at WGC Lawyers.